This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat-up old running shoes, Sierra says save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well, then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Hello and welcome to Oh My Dog with me, Jack D. And me, Sean Walsh. This is our weekly podcast where we reveal the most intimate, ridiculous details of our relationship with our beloved dogs. I have the delightful, spirited Mildred Barrett, who is a cockapoo. My streetwise best friend is Dolly, the long-haired chihuahua whom we rescued. Uh, This podcast sets out to answer the all-important questions like, how do you greet your dog? Uh, Do you kiss your dog on the mouth? Does your dog sleep in your bed? And so on. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any of our chats with our equally dog-obsessed guests who roll over and tell all. You are very much part of this podcast too, and we want to hear from you. You can get in touch by emailing us at hello at omdpod.com. And find us on Instagram at omdpod. So give us a shout and follow us on social media too. Hi, Sean. Hi, Jack. You all right? I'm good, I'm good. Um, just in case you're, you're, you're here thinking, oh, is he, have they tied the knot yet? Because last week, Julian Clary very splendidly put you on the spot and uh, and yes. asked you why you weren't married. Grinty <laughs> to Grace. Um, which was, you know, pleasurable for all of us to listen to and watch. <laughs> that, well, I mean, that, that was torture like a nightmare coming to life. And have you done anything about it? That's... Well, you know, um, I would I'd keep it on her toes. <laughs> yeah. uh, borderline creepy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um... No, um, but luckily she's not listened to the uh, Julian episode yet, so I've got that, that, that whole... Yeah, uh, awkwardness to to come. But watch what? Hey, watch this space. Yeah. Um, I mean, what can I do? I can't tell you anything on the show because then she'll listen and she'll know what I'm going to do. Of course, you have to keep it, you know, secret. And uh, it's a, I can see that there is a it's a kind of awkwardness about it. I, I, I'm going to give you a tip, if I may be so bold. 
Um, Please so, do. Well, I, I, I alluded to this last week. Um, you did. You told me to remind you about the engagement ring. Yeah. So when I bought Jane's engagement ring, yeah. And in my defence, I didn't have any money, but I need to get a ring. So I went to Next, and they, oh dear. yeah, well, not, not oh dear, they did have some jewellery there. It wasn't it? Was you know, and um, I got this ring from Next, and uh, it had a diamond in it that is, I mean, so tiny, it was almost not worth making a mount for it in the ring. You might as well have just buried it in the gold and say, there is a diamond in there somewhere. But anyway, there it is, right? And it looks, so it, actually, where the diamond goes, yeah. it looks like there should have been a screw put in there. And it's <laughs> it, it's just a curtain ring with the loops being taken off it. But, so I got the ring for Jane, and Jane was very, very delighted with it. But the trouble is, it made her finger go green. Um <laughs> Right. It turns out if you buy a you know an engagement ring for under forty five quid, there's a high chance it's not going to be gold. Right. I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know this at the time. So and I say to Jen, I was apologising. I'm sorry. I didn't know. Make your finger go green. And she says, No, it's fine. It's fine. I said, Well, look, let's go and choose another one. Right. Go and choose another one. And I, I'll find some money somewhere. We'll get another one. She says, No. no. And off we went to Burton's. <laughs> Yeah, Georgia Asda had just opened a new ring, <laughs> a ring range. Um, but Jane said, "No, I, I like this ring, but I just want it in real gold, you know." And so I had to go and get the thing made—a replica of the bloody ring from Next. <laughs> this little bit of gym crack that they'd sold me, and uh, and so so it cost me a fortune. So don't. Don't think you're going to make a saving yes. for yourself by going off to, uh, you know, Zara or something. Trying to sa- yes, trying to save a few quid. Okay, that noted. Thank you. It, when when that's the time a good, comes. No, that's a good... Yeah, thank you very and, much. Anyway, she, oh, no. she Jane does still wear it and it's... Uh, she still managed to keep the finger. She's, <laughs> that didn't have to be taken off, thankfully. It's still there. <laughs> the, 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 the staining went eventually, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that's lovely. All right, noted. That's good to know. Have you seen that postman again you're telling us about? You know your postman who, you know... Oh, I've not seen... Oh, well done. Do you know what? I've not... I don't know why I've not seen him. As I said, I see him nearly every day. I've not not seen him, but I've been keeping an eye out for him. And I will, I promise you, when I see him, Mm. I will tell you what's happened. I'm going to try that. I'm going to confront the issue at hand, which is, if you didn't catch the episode with Julian, I have a postman. Jack won't enjoy me saying this, but I promise you, he is a very friendly man. That's a strange definition of friendly. But he's a really lovely man, always in a great mood, always lifting your spirits, but he he does, however, meow at Mildred, uh, which he doesn't seem to register is a nuisance, to say the least. Yeah. So, I, but when I do see him, I will, I will confront him, yeah, and I'll so keep you updated. Just remind me of that. Don't worry. I came up with a convoluted way of getting around this and speaking to the postman. But Sarah came up with a, a more succinct thing to say to him, which is, "Oh, don't do that. She'll bite well, you." Well, Sarah's was to, yeah, that Sarah's yours was to lie. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so I think that that's mine. I meant it like as a joke, like, "Oh, she might bite you." You know, okay. do it like that mm. as a kind of warning, but not a threat. Oh no, no it's because yeah. you don't know. I wish you could meet him. He won't. I just know that that won't register. He'll think that I'm... Everything's a kind of... 
in his world, we're all just smi- you know. I tell you what. Okay, let me try and describe. Let me try and explain and describe the energy that he creates. You know when say you're saying goodbye. So you go to your local cafe and maybe you know a couple of people. And when you're leaving, you say goodbye and you you back reference something that was discussed in the cafe as your kind of closer to the conversation, to the greeting. So say someone had a job interview that day yeah. and you discussed and you chatted about that and then you ordered your coffee and blah. When you're going and you go, like, come come on, Mildred, anyway, we're off. And you go, and, and bye, bye. Oh, and good luck at the job interview. <laughs> Don't say anything I wouldn't say. <laughs> and <Yeah>. you leave. <laughs> that's that energy at the end. That's the energy. That's the world he's living in where everything is that tempo and everything yeah. has that sense of truth. There is no truth. We're just bubbling and dancing. So yeah. if I go, you know, be careful, he might bite you. He, I can imagine he'll go, oh, yeah, and I'll bite you back. Yeah. <laughs> disagree. I disagree. My take on him is he's one of these people, he's going to, he could turn on a sixpence, that guy. So it'll be all merry and jolly. Ha <laughs> yeah, no, I just like to do that, Mildred, you know, meow, meow. And then you jokingly, with a, in a lighthearted, say, oh, careful, she doesn't bite you. And he'll go, he'll go, yeah, all right, mate. Only messing around, and it'll turn. Whole, that's that's what it'll be. It won't, it, he won't. He won't think. Oh, Sean's being fun as well. He won't want that. He won't want that. I'm with Jack, yeah. and I actually think a stage further that he knows what he's doing. Yeah, and he knows that it's winding Mildred up, and he's putting on this laughing, jokey persona. Mm. But he knows what he's doing, Sean. Yeah. Oh, so you think it's quite Machiavellian? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, okay. I think it's psychotic, really, to do that. <laughs> and I right. think it's its abusive of your your so-called friendship with him. Because yeah. he, <laughs> I, I reckon he gets in and, and his wife will say, did you see him again? Oh, Sean, yeah, I saw him. Did you do that thing with the dog? Yeah. He still thinks I'm mates with him, but <laughs> he doesn't realise. I bet he's got, he's probably got a picture of Mildred on his dartboard or something. He just hates Mildred. <laughs> This is escalated. I think it, well, it's just, you've got to unpack it and look at the okay. likelihoods. All right. Well, uh, yeah, you've definitely, you've definitely um, caused a crack in, <laughs> in the way I view him, I have to say. Uh, you know. If I that's think... what you were looking for, you've achieved it. No, I'm, I'm looking out for your best interest. I think we both are <laughs> on this. We just right. don't want you to be. All right. Okay. I'll run this by Grace as well. And so we're both prepared for him. Next, next time. Um, uh, <laughs> I can see the headlines that will be come out here. Sean Walsh in fight with Postman, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll, it'll all be our doing, Sarah. We've, we we just egged him on. <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Grace leaves because I haven't proposed yet. <laughs> oh, no, just just oh my dog destroying my life from the inside. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea when we started it. Yeah. Uh, oh dear, oh dear. We've got a, a voice note, haven't we, from uh, from Ruth and Maggie Moo, oh, um, and it says, "I like this." It says, "Brackets husband is Carl," so he's he's kind of second billing on this. But uh, let's hear Ruth's voice note. Hi, so my name's Ruth, and my beautiful dog is called Maggie Moo Oswin Barnes. We got her during lockdown she's a rescue dog i'd say she's a bit of a mix of everything so i tend to say she's a heinz variety 
She's beautiful and she's our bestest friend and my favourite girl in the world. I definitely do voices when I talk to her. So when I come in, I'm like, oh, Maggie, Maggie Moo. And she's looking at me right now thinking, what on earth are you doing? And when we're out, I will sing to her as well, which embarrasses my husband no end. So the song that I sing is, oh, Maggie Moo. Moo, moo, push pineapple, shake the tree. Oh, Maggie, moo, 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 push pineapple, shake the tree. To the left, to the right, shake your tail. Sort of thing, really. And she sort of dances around and looks really proud because, yeah, it's her song. Absolutely love your podcast and thank you. And it's very good to know that there are other dog-loving, mad people in the world. Oh, that's uh, lovely. Thank you, Ruth. I'm so glad. I'm so glad the lyrics to those songs have finally found the right home. (laughs) (laughs) Being sung to Maggie Moo in the park. Oh, that was lovely. It's very nice. It's nice to get a a song back. Obviously, we had a tip last week, which was very very, useful. Very useful tip last week. But I did miss the jingle. So thank you. Thank you, Ruth. Hello to Maggie Moo. Shout out to Maggie Moo. Yeah. Push pineapple up the tree or whatever it was, yeah. (laughs) Susie McCabe is a comedian, writer and actress. Her TV credits include Live at the Apollo, Frankie Boyle's New World Order and Have I Got News For You. She's won multiple Scottish Comedy Awards and she has a new podcast with Frankie Boyle and Christopher McArthur Boyd called Here Comes the Guillotine. But we don't want to hear about all of Susie's amazing achievements. We want to get to know her through her dog. Welcome, Susie. I presume you are in Glasgow. Yes, and I'm yeah. home. I've got a 1,400-mile kind of week of driving, but yes, I'm in Glasgow <gasps> just now. Oh, wow. You've been driving around, what, gigs and so on? Yeah, so this week I've got three Edinburghs, which is like 100 miles each way, like um, yeah. 100 miles all in, and then I've got Leicester, and then I've got back okay. up, and then I've got the kind of northeast of Scotland to go to. So aye, it's a busy week. So here comes a really smooth link. Who looks after your dog when you're driving everywhere? Well, my wife, because my wife's a dog walker, so she looks after everybody's dog. You married a dog walker? I married a dog walker. She wasn't a dog walker when I met her. That's very handy. It's good. It's great. What's interesting, though, so my first marriage ended and I had access to the pets. (laughs) We've got one dog left there and... uh, He's just a great dog, and I still try and see him and stuff like that. But What's his name? Otis. We thought he was a mini Labradoodle, and he turns out to be a half Irish greyhound, half poodle, so he's massive. Okay. But when I met my wife, she had a dog. She had a collie called Barkley, and he was great. And he went off to Rainbow Bridge. He was just an old boy. And then we ended up fostering a dog during lockdown, which was a dog that my wife walked, and is now our permanent dog. Oh. oh, so how did you end up fostering this dog? What was the matter with? So the... what happened was, there, in fact, there was one night we were just in a local park. They're, a, they're in it... Glasgow, Jack. What do you think? <laughs> I, I, nobody knows their parentage in Glasgow. Nobody knows their parentage. Uh, so basically, we uh, we get chatting to this girl at the park. She was uh, she was pregnant. She had this little dog. She had some problems getting her teeth and stuff like that. And uh, she needed her walked, but she needed her walked in the evening. So Nicola was like, well, that's fine. I'll get her and stuff like that. And then um, she went and had her little baby and lockdown hit just as she moved house to a new build with no back garden. 
no fence mm-hmm. because lockdown they hadn't finished the fence Aye. so she couldn't let the dog out newborn baby Sean you understand oh. all of that yeah so and she was on her own so she said look can you look after her during lockdown so we would do that we would send her pictures and then uh, after that she was like listen she looks so happy so we just yeah. kept her Oh, but they're amazing. They're amazing. That's lovely. Sweet. She's a lassa apso, right? So she used to come right. with little bows in her hair and everything. <laughs> and now, after living with a couple of gay women, she's just basically like, I don't care what I look like. <laughs> look at me. I am ready. No more bows. There'll be no bows in this house. <laughs> Get me dungarees and a power drill. Yeah. I am disgusted <laughs> with the boys. Get the football on, lassies. We'll put a football kitten on. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. So that's who she's became. And was she called baby when you when you took her on already? Yeah. Good. Yeah, okay. Right. So to paint a picture, I live in the, the east end of Glasgow, and I live in a bit that's been quite gentrified, but me and my wife both remember it, but you couldn't stop a taxi to use a bank machine in this area. So we live <laughs> <laughs> directly opposite our local park. And the park, it's a beautiful park. But I was like, right. We can't be walking about a park calling this little handbag dog baby. Like, we, <laughs> like we'll get gay bashed like it's 1995. <laughs> right. <laughs> and Nicola's like, we can't change her name. She's two. And I'm like, right, we'll change it to Sadie, which is obviously, you know, Good, rhymes yeah. like baby. Good but, idea. You know, and she was like, no. And then people online because i've done a poll on facebook and i was like you should we do this and people are going you should call her bbcdkb okay and i was like right. no i'm not giving my dog a double barrel name that's worse than being called <laughs> yes. baby like if you've got a yes. double barrel name in yeah. glasgow that means that you like rugby right this yeah. is not yes. a city for a double barrel name it's right. just not good to know i won't be taking mildred barrett there then <laughs> no, well, no, no, she she wouldn't survive in the East End, Sean, let's know. be honest. Thank you, Susie. You yeah, could take right. her to the posh parks, like you could take her up the West End and stuff like that, okay. where, right. where the stand is, but maybe not my local park. Okay. Alsatians do not have double barrel names in Glasgow. <laughs> okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a protest, so, yep, she is still baby, little baby, and sometimes we just call her the wee dog, because she's Aww. just the wee dog. But it sounds like she's absolutely won your hearts. Ah, yeah, yeah. She's great. She's great. What's quite interesting with her is she's always been around other dogs since she's been here because of Nicola's job. So when we very rarely don't have another dog in the house, she's really depressed. She gets really low and her mood's low. So she's got a best friend. In the dog walking cohort, okay. who comes and stays for three or four nights a week because of her family circumstances, yeah. and she comes and stays, and they are like best friends. I like the fight, they carry oh, on, they that's play. Lovely. But yeah, 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 yeah. 
because I can see behind you on on the yeah. screen about four dog baskets lined up. So, yeah, so cozy. It's great. The dogs love it. I mean, mm. I come in and they're all sat in the sofa. You know that we are not letting them on the beds and oh, we are not yeah. letting them yes. on the sofa. Classic. And Classic. then you come in and you're like, I'll sleep in the sofa because I don't want to disrupt the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How many dogs might be in your home at, at one time? Because you sometimes get home, it seems like it would be, you know that scene in Ace Ventura? Yes. When Jim Carrey opens the door and suddenly yes. all of the pets come out. Yeah, so I went down to pick up Molly and Baby from... So Nicola had got her drop-offs this morning and a couple of pickups. Uh, then she was going to her mum's. So I nipped in there to pick up Molly and Baby today. And <laughs> as I walked in, there was two Jackapoos, a miniature schnauzer, the two Lassa Apsos that I was picking up. And it was honestly... But, the, but it's amazing, right? Because they will all just lie and sleep they're so well behaved yeah. but when you come in it's a bit chaotic then once you say hello they'll just go and lie down they don't they yeah. genuinely do not care right now here's the thing i'll be sat this is wonderful right away and they're all lying sleeping as soon as i walk you're to the me kitchen sleepy. you're making me sleep i walk <laughs> in a good way i don't mean sorry that i mean like it's really this is really cozy listening. Sorry, go on. I'm interrupting. I'll walk to the kitchen and all the dogs are like, Fatty's going to the fridge. She's going to give us something from the fridge. Fatty knows. Look, there'll be stuff in there. She'll find something to give us. And like with Nicola, they will not do that until they know it's time to be fed. Whereas yeah. with me, they're like that. She, as soon as she opens that fridge and I turn around and there's just like... Eight little eyes staring yeah. at me with the saddest faces, like, "Oh, is there some ham in there?" Oh, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> "Don't yeah. tell her." Susie, where are you with? You're saying you're living in a, in an area that is, you know, becoming gentrified. If it's mm. not fully there yet, where are you with things like dog ice cream? Does baby get dog ice cream? No, Do you know what I mean? You, you just get a take, few of these in West London. Yeah, she'll just take the ice cream off your spoon. Like there was one yeah. night Nicola was sitting. Right with a bit of mango on a fork and she was watching so I think she was watching a game of football and she was watching something and she just looked at the fork and baby had just went over and taken a bit of mango, just taking the mango <laughs> right off the fork. Love it. Pickpocketed in your own house. That's how hard <laughs> my dog is. So no, it doesn't bother me, but I I mean we'll I mean I'll always get a wee puppuccino and stuff like that. Yes, yeah. a puppuccino. Love a puppuccino. They're so happy. Do you know what? They were free in um Black sheep coffee. The the puppuccino was free, and now they charge. How dare they? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I tell you, that's broken Britain for you there, boys. Exactly, yeah. it is. <laughs> Just going back to something you mentioned earlier, Susie, because it, it, it is interesting, because I think you're the first guest we've had who's mentioned what happens with the dog if your relationship splits up. So yeah. with your previous marriage, just talk us through that a bit if it's not too difficult for you. Well, well you know, that's must be sure. really quite tough. Yeah, so we had three dogs. So we had our dog, uh, Belle, and then we had a rescued. So Belle was a black lab. She was mm. great. And then we had a rescue dog, Nero, and we rescued Otis. And they were, they were great, great dogs. And actually, so we had separated in the October and the following June, my late grandmother passed away, which was a really tough time for me. Yeah. But in the August, during the French, our dog, Belle, had been diagnosed with a tumour. 
Right, I'd taken her out. I got the custody walk. Was taking her out, and she was. I was with one of my friends actually, and she was behaving really weird. And I phoned my ex-wife, and she came up, and we were straight up. Glasgow uh, University has this amazing veterinary school just in the outskirts of Glasgow, and it was straight up there, like real specialist care. And you yeah. go in, and they have it's like A and E for dogs. Any wow. for dogs. I've never seen like mm. they they have the round table reception with the yeah. vets and the vet assistants all doing the typing up and yeah. and it was unbelievable. So that was a really particularly tough time. And I was going on holiday yeah. straight after the fringe, and uh, my ex wife wanted the dogs ashes, and my ex wife honestly was devastated, and I totally mm. got it. Yeah. Of so I was on the phone to the vet school, and I was like, I need the ashes back. Now, here's, here's the comedy, because there's always comedy and death, right? <laughs> so they were like, come on the Thursday, and I think we were flying out on the Saturday. So I went up and I got the ashes, had arranged with my ex-wife to come to the house and drop them off and everything like that. And at the start of July, I had uh, had my nana's funeral, and I took out this urn with our dog's ashes in it, and it was the most beautiful black graphite urn I've ever seen. It was gorgeous. And my ex-wife is roaring, crying, and I'm looking at this, and she's like, you are right? And I was like, my nana is in a maroon mayonnaise jar, essentially. <laughs> the most important person that has ever been in my life. The woman that I'm named after, who I adored, and I, I, I've still not got over the fact that she's passed away, but yet my dog is in a better arm than the local authority yet on you get. From the cremation of a human being, I was like, my nana's in a maroon Hellman's mayonnaise jar. So, which obviously then get the two of us laughing, and it was fine. And you know, like oh, stuff like good. that. And then when Nero yeah. wasn't well, we were both there mm. when he got the jag, and we were both there when Bell got the jag. And you know, like I was still like paying you know, my contribution to the dog's care and their insurances yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, I think that's a really good thing because you don't necessarily fight over your dog's welfare because you know that the dog is loved. Like, you don't have parents' night, you know? No. For right. somebody to say, yeah. oh, this or that, and you're going, well, you're not doing that. You know that the dog's getting walked and you know that the dog's mm. getting spoiled and ruined. And Like, she'll send me pictures of just, like, the dog just lying sprawled over the sofa and she's like... Looks like I'll be sitting in the beanbag, you know. So we still have that. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. lovely. Have that thing, you know. That's oh. incredible that the you know the dogs have. Yeah. Are really, you know, that's that's down to the dogs. That's so wonderful about they've that. maintained the friendship. It's extraordinary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even like things where we have taken the dogs overnight uh, because they've had something on, so we've taken the dogs and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? And I was like, it's really funny. Imagine if the dog goes back and goes, they've got Netflix, you don't. I'm not happy with this. <laughs> They've got Crufts on the planner from 2018. This is, I can't even live in these conditions. Like, or we just took the dogs to pets at home and sent them home with loads of new toys. Do you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. oh, look what my new mum and mum got me. <laughs> but you know, it is, and it is, and it's just that, you, you, I think you're just there and, Especially because my ex-wife is obviously the primary carer in that situation. Yeah. When it comes to the big jags and the vets, you just make sure that you're there 
and you keep in contact and you ask the questions, you know. You're in it together, aren't you? It sounds like, I mean, you are, you're absolutely besotted with your dogs, aren't you? It's it's, it's a lovely thing to hear. Where did that start? Did you have dogs around you when you were a child or what, what was the story? I got a Yorkshire Terrier one Christmas oh, yeah. as a pet, uh, oh. little Robbie, and he was just like he was a great wee dog, and he was a cute wee dog, and I've just always Susie, liked how them. was that? Sorry, how were you presented the dog? Well, like, oh, in Christmas Eve, because in the, in the films the dog is in a you know the box is shaking. Aye, aye, no, 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 no. So Christmas Eve they had like a little kids party at the local bowling club, which my dad was a member. Now my dad worked away from home like all year, so because he worked in construction the industry shuts for a fortnight so it was always really exciting because dad was coming home and i'd asked for this dog and this dog and they were just like mm, nah, no way and uh, i remember sitting on christmas eve i came back in and the black and white version of a christmas carol was on and i had still had no idea and it wasn't until i came down the stairs on christmas morning there was a little furry igaloo and uh, they had put like a oh. lukewarm hot water bottle and an alarm oh. clock you know, an old school alarm clock that ticks, <laughs> right? Because it sounds yeah. like the heartbeat of the mother, <laughs> yeah. right? So obviously, so the dog has went in and just went to sleep and this tiny little toy Yorkie came out. I was like, <gasps> oh, roaring. My, what a story. Oh, What a memory. It, what honestly, a beautiful memory to, to be in possession of. That is absolutely wonderful. So good. There's a really good uh, picture of me and my brother. So I was about eight. My brother was 16. He had literally just joined the armed forces. And my gran, uh, my, my late nana, who I was talking about, and uh, we were sat on the on the chair with us at either side of my gran. And uh, she's cuddling the wee dog. And it's a great picture. And the exact same picture got taken the next day with the gran that we were less close to. <laughs> Not even a toy Yorkshire Terrier puppy could spice up this picture to happiness, honestly. <laughs> so funny. And how long did you have Robbie in your life for? How long? Oh, he died oh 2000. God, he was he was old. So he oh, was like yeah. 16, 17. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. He was wow. really old. Oh, that's incredible. Aye, aye, aye. Totally ruined. And he actually uh the appointment was for him to kind of be put to sleep and mm. they took him home and he just sat in my nana's arms so he was like a couple of days away from getting put to sleep mm. and he adored my nana and he just kind of sunk off in my nana's arms and my dad wow. was in the office doing work that day wow. and he oh phoned the joiners who oh worked across the way and the joiners on this Saturday morning rattled up a little coffin Oh no! Oh, rattled up a little coffin for him, oh. and he started. Well, that's very, dance. that's that's very beautiful. It's too and much in it. of them to do. It's too much in it, and it explains yeah. a lot about why your life seems to revolve around dogs so much now, doesn't it? You know, it's uh, it's just a lifelong love. Yeah, and they're just great. They've got such good personalities, and yeah. do you know? They, they get a hard time and there's always a particular breed getting a really hard time in the media at some point, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. But they do get a hard time. The way people kind of act around dogs, I mean, there was this one day, right? I was walking <laughs> near them and we were up the woods. It was near where I used to stay and I'd collected the three dogs and we were up the woods and I was walking with some pals and this woman had parked her mini as the walk would end, as the natural kind of forest walk would end. And she picked up her dog. So she picked up her dog because she was like, oh, my God, you've got three dogs. And you're like, 
stop it. And obviously when you pick up a dog, the other dogs then get excited. But not Nero. He seen that the door of the car was opened and he thought there'll be snacks in there. <laughs> so on a really wet, muddy forest walk on January in the west coast of Scotland, this blonde lab who cast like nothing on earth and was filthy, as we were trying to, you know, just tell her, put the dog down and the dogs wouldn't jump or anything, <laughs> he was running about her white leather Mini <gasps> Cooper. <laughs> trying to find a schmackle. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, they will get you into bother dogs. They will get you into bother. But it's normally, it's people being idiots that will yes. get you into bother with oh, your dogs. Fantastic. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they are just the best. They're, they're always happy to see you. They're always the one we they they love a cuddle. It's see, yeah. you know, see sometimes when you've came home from a gig and you've thought that was a bit like being in the trenches tonight. You mm. know, sometimes you just get yeah, those yeah. gigs. You're like, oh, and yeah. you come home and then you sit down with a cup of tea and your wee dog comes over and just sits in your chest yeah. and gives it's, you a cuddle. Yes. And you're it's like, all gone, isn't oh, it? You just it evaporates. Gone. You're just you're back in the heart of the home and you've got your dog there. It's uh, it's just, uh, I totally yeah. relate to that. It happens. Obviously, it happens to Sean an awful lot. Cause he... I'm a five. <laughs> oh, my. On it's a rare what... occasion that I have had a bad gig, I, I relate to that. <laughs> it's actually why I got Mildred. <laughs> 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 Sean's moving Mildred to the fringe as part of his show. Yeah. Yeah. It's part of the reason I don't stay at the fringe. It's part of the reason. Now, obviously, Too I'm long away. Yeah, I'm in a yeah. fortunate position where I can commute it. It's yeah. a really boring drive and it's a really yeah. heavy commute and it's quite yeah. stressful. Yeah. However, the thought of just being along the road and my wife and my dog being at home without me, I just like... Yeah. I like a woman of toast and cheese and see my dog. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and yeah. my wife. Yeah. <laughs> In order. I like, she comes after toast and cheese. Yeah, I take it baby is allowed all over uh-huh. all over the shop. He doesn't Everybody's dog is shown. Everyone's dog is. This is not dog. this is not our house anymore. Oh my god. Right. Everyone's yeah. dog is this It's like just... a theme park for dogs. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. And we've got the park across the road and they go there and they run and they play and they're all house. So yeah. baby, because obviously she's been brought up with a dog walker as a mm. as a parent, I take it she's allowed off the lead. She knows what she's doing. So yeah, we don't let her off the lead in the street or anything like that. But okay. in the park, yeah, yeah, we'll that's let the her same as, as us. Yeah, just because she's always been so we've had her since she was two, really sensitive to like like fireworks nights or, you know, like mm. a, a, if an exhaust pops yeah, and, and you kind of see the fear in her face. And I think it comes from something that's happened to her in a puppy. And I'm always worried that she'll just run, you know? Yeah. Whereas a little pal, Molly, she's yeah. no a runner. Okay. Baby and Molly are basically manifestations of me and Nicola, right? Baby Lovely. is like this toned, fit dog that will run about. And Molly's like, is that a chip? Is that a chip? Like she will have her <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and anything, you know. So yeah, no, it's great. I was going to say to you, who do you think, as far as baby is concerned, does she relate to you both equally, or do you think no. there's, there's number one? And what do you think it is? So Nicola is a dog walking feeder, adores her, but yeah. she knows where the line is. Whereas me, she's like, <laughs> I can work you. 
Yeah. Right, I'm like, right. yes, you, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah. Like if Nicola, say, comes in in the morning and they've been out a walk and it's dry and stuff like that, I'll yeah. be in bed and baby will come in and quite literally headbutt me. Like, <laughs> She'll be like, we've been out. I'm about to get breakfast. Get up. And yeah. you're like, I get yes. it at two o'clock this morning. Yeah, and no, she's like, does. I know you get it at two o'clock this morning. Wait, I'll go and get you a toy. That's what you need. A yes. toy. Yes. <laughs> Mildred loves showing me her toy. Look, I've got it. I found yeah. it again. I know you've only had four hours sleep, but it's my toy. Or sometimes we've got a massive kind of plastic toy box. She will just go up and just start hitting it until you tip it out. That's and then, then she goes in the box and just digs out her toys. Yeah, yeah. But isn't it isn't it interesting, you know, that she she intuitively knows that Nicola is the professional. So I'm not going to get around here. But Susie is absolute <laughs> sucker number one. She's. Oh, <laughs> Nicola has three superpowers, right? Yeah. Babies and children, dogs yeah. and old people, and my dog's like, you have no superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> if she wasn't here, I would be keeping you alive. That's how, that's how baby looks at me. She's like, you are useless. There's a lovely photograph that you uh, you sent through to our producer, and you're all wearing matching outfits, including baby. <laughs> Is that, is that, is it Christmas Eve? Is it legal to do things like that in Glasgow? Yes, or do you have to go yes. to a and have it taken? Or? Listen, <laughs> if you've got two adults and uh, a dependent in the one house in Glasgow on Christmas Eve, that's good going. That means you're not in the pub. <laughs> yeah, no, that was our Christmas Eve night where we were just going to sit and watch him up. It's Christmas Carol because it's baby's favourite. And uh, yeah, just sit there, eat some chocolate. She wasn't, she was not on the chocolate. She was yeah. on a little bit of cheese for a treat. <laughs> That's another story I've got actually when, uh, when I was with my ex-wife and we had bail. There was a Boxing Day dinner with friends round and we were all in the living room after sat at the table in the kitchen and we were all in the living room. My wife had, had went upstairs and came back down. She was like, have you seen all that smoked cheese? <laughs> just turned around, there's a black lab with a big triangle in our belly. Just scoffed the wedge and just like, oh no. The dogs like that. Do not wake me up until at least the 3rd of January. Yeah, that, that process. <laughs> that is wonderful. Susie, before we let you go, and it's been absolutely fantastic having mm. you on. Thank you so much. Okay, yeah, thanks for having me. And it's so oh. lovely to see you both. I know, again as well. I know. Yeah. I know. It's lovely to see you. Do you let, I think I know the answer. <laughs> I'm going to think, I think you do. I think you do. Do you let baby kiss you on the lips or the mouth area? Yeah, I don't get a choice. So she does this <laughs> exactly. thing where she'll come up and she'll put her hands on my chest and then she will start like licking from my ear round my mm. face all the way around. Yeah. And she's just like, <laughs> and then she burrows into my neck and I'm like, are you hungry? And she's like, yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> And Nicola just looks at her and she's like, mm, you're so fickle. And she loves fruit. Baby loves fruit. Ah, she right. tries to take like anything right. off you. So she'll be doing that. And then Nicola will pull out a bit of watermelon. I'm sitting with a Mars bar. We're very different people. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog's like, all right, I love you. But she's got food, so I'm going to go and see her. <laughs> there was one day I was sat with a bit of melon hanging out my mouth and she just came up and took it like... <laughs> 
<laughs> under the guise that she was giving me a kiss, and she just went, oh, poof, and yeah, took it, that took the bit here. that was hanging yeah. Yeah? Oh, oh, fantastic. Susie, thank you so much for uh, coming and giving us so much about your your life and world of dogs, which is just... Yes. Uh, Love them. Lovely. Phenomenal. And long may it remain, yeah. Next time you're doing the French, right, when we get to that middle week and yeah. we're going, oh, why is it not over yet, right? And we <laughs> might be having a nervous breakdown. What we'll do is we'll arrange a meet at the Meadows and I'll yeah. get Nicola to bring some of her clients through and that can substitute for oh, when yes. we're not God. seeing your lovely. dog. You can just get a play, have some dog therapy, because it doesn't matter how many great reviews you get or how many sold-out shows, it will never be sitting in the meadows and playing with dogs. There you go. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. Yes, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And we very much enjoy that. Thank you so much again, Susie. It was uh, so nice to see you. Yes, all the best. You too, guys. Take care. See you later. Shut up. Well, that was absolutely wonderful, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Beautiful. Uh, it's lovely to speak to someone who's so clearly, you know, completely besotted by her dogs. Yes. And, uh, and all the dogs that she's had in her life. It just seems to be completely central to her. I didn't know that about Susie, did you? No, um, no, I didn't. But, um, I mean, even as soon as we signed on, obviously we yeah. do this online, yeah. and as soon as we signed on and you, look, and you looked in the background, she didn't even have to <laughs> yeah. say anything. You could just see all the beds, all I the toys. I, I don't think there's like any, I, don't, I couldn't see any human furniture, actually. It was all <laughs> yeah. based around dogs. So uh, what a delight. Yes, wonderful. Well, thank you very much for listening to Oh My Dog. Each week we get all these insights from our guests and we hope that you're enjoying getting to know a different side of them through their relationships with their dogs. Yes, and please uh, do get in touch. We loved having the songs back. Send us your tips. You can email us at hello at omdpod.com or you can find us on Instagram where Sarah's always posting the best uh, dog clips the internet has to offer. You can do that at omdpod loads of extra content and videos there send us your voice notes please yeah please don't forget to give us a a five star review if you feel like it wherever you get the podcast or even if you don't feel like it and remember a dog is for life not just for podcasts